Welcome back, everybody, uh, to Waypoint. Uh, we're short a member today, so I guess we're just going to start with this. This is Dalton Martin returning as your host. Julia Probeck as not host. Aiden Kearney is also not host. And sadly, Connor cannot be with us because he's been afflicted with some sort of flu killer thing that Umbrella released upon us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently they let us back in. Uh, we did something good. Uh, thanks to everyone who watched the last time. All 25 of you, you're the best. We love you all. <laughs> That's weird because I think I watched that at least three times. So, uh, so hopefully we keep uh, growing as a podcast. But uh, before we get started here, uh, it came to our attention that during one of our uh, conversation pieces, we forgot uh, a certain person. She did not get to tell us what her favorite game was. We just totally forgot. We, we had yeah, a we, in we didn't even know she was there. She kind of blended in with the wall. So uh, we're going to give Julia a shot to uh, explain why her favorite game is. Sonic Dream Collection. Sonic oh, Dream Collection. <laughs> I could see why. Uh, that uh, game where you could look deep into uh, Sonic's eyes of love and compassion. He just sucks you right in and you become one with Sonic. <laughs> We're going to get away with that. <laughs> Don't edit over that. <laughs> okay, but for real, my favorite game used to be, like, the uh, Bethesda uh, Elder Scrolls series. But recently it came to my attention that Dragon Age is a lot better, even though Aiden has bad taste in games and thinks it's not good. Why? Which Dragon Age? Yeah, that's the oh, good question. Okay. There's, like, five. Okay, three. <laughs> um, the only thing that's hard to choose the best one is because three and two wouldn't be good without one. I can see that. But also, you said something about uh, uh, Elder Scrolls. What's your favorite on that? Ooh, okay. So, my first Elder Scrolls was Morrowind. So, I want to say that, but I really did like Skyrim, especially when they came out with that DLC. Dragonborn? Mm-hmm. Like yes. Uh, no. I think I played, that's the only game series I've ever played all of the DLC that came out for it. Yeah, that DLC was probably the best DLC I've ever played, just in general, because of the like, plot they give you. It's not just, oh, here's some more guns or more skins for your guns. See, I would almost debate that, because okay. Shivering Isles was, in my eyes, the best DLC. You like Shivering Isles? Yes. Just I, be- it was fun. Oblivion, right? Yes, Oblivion. Yeah. But you become Shiagorath. I mean, are we gonna God. count like expansion packs as DLC no. in this case? Might as well. It was. I mean, I would say di- Shivering Soul, Shivering you know, Isles, Shivering and, Isles was. It is the OG DLC pack. I mean, besides if it like horse to the armor, point where it just adds so much to the game, it probably counts more as an expansion pack. Uh, Dragonborn did, I think. Dragonborn that added a whole island, kind of like the Shivering Isles you did. Morrowind. Uh, yeah, you did in a way. True. Chitin, chitin, chitin. 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 Chitin armor with the bug. You basically are armed in a bug suit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, I'm, 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 to be honest, I've never played Morrowind. Insane. Okay. I, won't I know. I, I never believed in PC gaming. I've never oh, become the master nice. race. <laughs> Glorious god to your master race. I know. I'll, I'll never know that because I just have a Mac and... <laughs> What's worse? There's nothing worse than owning a Mac gaming machine. You can have fun with your Stubbs the Zombie. Stubbs maybe or Hearthstone. I mean, to be quite frank, 
Stubbs the Zombie was pretty awesome. I mean, honestly, the only game I can probably play is either Goat Simulator good. or Gary's Mod. The oh, endless good. fun for that. <laughs> uh, I also play Hearthstone. That's the only free-to-play game I've ever actually put money in. Actually, I take that back. I put money in Smite last week. <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah, at least I'm honest. Do you want a free deck? I just recently got a, a loot crate for free from Crunchyroll, and it just had a bunch of Hearthstone stuff in it. It's like, I'm. I would probably never take you up this. on that armor, but I think I've got everything I need. <laughs> Why did you buy a Mac if you wanted to play computers? Uh, I didn't buy it specifically to because uh, college dictated I have a Mac. Oh, God. And I'm really not feeling getting both. Uh, even I'm more of a console person. That's fair. Which console? Uh, I'm a. I've always been an Xbox person. You look like an Xbox. I don't I? <laughs> the the stubbly beard, constantly wearing hoodies. That's it. Yes. Uh, Where's your Doritos? My Doritos. Nerd. I hate Doritos. Do you really? Yes. Uh oh. That's that's fair. You're not living up to the Xbox. Thing. I'm not. I don't think I've had Mountain Dew in forever too. I'm I'm a traitor to the cause. Oh, that's horrid. <laughs> oh, it's like, please. I'm like, if, if that is a thing, I would just be huddled over here in a corner crying right now. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm pretty sure if you did put four Doritos together, you would get the Iron Cross, actually. And turns out Microsoft is filled with Nazis. <laughs> Makes me feel even worse at buying an Xbox One. <laughs> but actually, that's an interesting topic piece we can cover. Uh, if you all have a, a console, why did you choose that one? Starting a console war here. <laughs> Not really. I don't endorse that type of behavior. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd say for me, I'm I'm kind of mostly a PC guy, mm. but I also have a PlayStation Four, mostly because I thought its exclusives were better than the Xbox Ones. I don't know. Dead Rising. I kind of lost interest after the first one, and then, uh, God, what was? Killzone. Kill. Definitely no, Killzone. No, not Killzone, actually. <laughs> I don't really like those games as much as I thought I would. They're they're just really It's dull. a generic shooter in a way. Yeah, like more so than you any You need the storyline to shoot things. Yeah. PlayStation game, like just for PS4 or... In... That's a lot of history. You know what my favorite through. is? Even because my dad had it. It's a terrible game, but I loved it. Lair. If you all remember what that is, was that the, the dragon the flying dragon simulator? One with the six axes? Oh god! Uh, yeah, basically the game itself was unplayable when it first came out because it relied on motion controls. Because PlayStation did not learn its lesson even then. Uh, as you can see, we still have motion controls, but uh, eventually they patched in where motion controls were not uh, required. Awesome. So it made it playable in a way. I think. I haven't played that yet, but I think one of the best games I've played with the six axis was this, I think it was a release title called Folklore, where you play as two different characters, and it's basically Pokemon, but with Gaelic mythology, where you Ooh. use different, like, Irish creatures. I'm down with That's that. That's actually really cool. But, um, I don't know, to answer your question, Julia, Julia, Julie, do you have a preference? We don't, we're not really close July. hosts. Um, <laughs> Fun fact, we uh, fun okay. fact about us hosts, uh, we don't know each other personally. Uh, they just kind of throw us in this little closeted like room and say, "Do something, or you can't come out to eat." I don't know these people. Get me out of here. <laughs> Who's gonna be the like person that survives the longest? 
definitely me. Look at this fat on me. <laughs> I have some pretty good survival skills, guys. I got this fat storage on me, so I can survive for these built-in nutrients. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, Julie, we're not going to skip we'll skip you again. In recent memory, I would probably say Bloodborne, but just from what I remember younger... Honestly, God, it's Devil May Cry. Devil May De Cry. Devil May Cry, like okay. way back when on PlayStation Two, that was probably one of my favorite. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. No, go ahead. We're making sure we're not <laughs> skipping you this time. <laughs> I was just curious what uh, 80s games were. I I approve of those. Sometimes I don't approve, but you you passed the test. Julie's <laughs> approval is the only thing that matters. <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay, um, so the reasoning for getting uh, my uh, 360 and uh, Xbox One currently is it may come out to be like, oh, people want it. I want it because of the graphics. I want it because of the exclusives. In all honesty, I only got my Xbox One because I wanted to play Viva Pinata, and Viva Pinata was the only thing that like attracted me at the time. Because also during the time, uh, I was waiting for the new Smash Brothers to come out, and I didn't have a Wii, so I was like, oh, when's this coming out? So I was like, I'm, I'm not patient. I'm going to get this. And at the time, I did not realize that Viva Pinata, I think I explained in the last podcast, was made by Rare, who makes my favorite video game of all time, Banjo-Kazooie. When I found out that Microsoft owns the rights to Banjo-Kazooie, I'm like, I'm sticking with this, <laughs> which is one of the reasons I got my Xbox One. I wanted the Rare replay collection. And on another note, I really like the Halo series, so I highly doubt That's I'm fair. switching over <laughs> to the other side. Yeah, at the moment, PlayStation 4 doesn't really have anything to contend okay, with. Okay, the Halo. thing is about these games, none of them have any great exclusives that say, I need this yeah, game. That's it's, my problem It's with remasters and sequels that people have been wanting. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe next year? Uh, Possibly. PlayStation has, or Sony has uh, The Last Guardian, mm -hmm. which has been in the works for who knows how long, <laughs> years. People bought PlayStation 3s for that yes. game. Yes. Uh, people were like, when E3 came around, people were really excited because Shinmu, they thought it was going to be an exclusive. <laughs> it turns out it's not. Xbox, oh, wait, it's not? no, Xbox oh. is getting it too. Uh, there may, it's, it's also going to the PC. It's not exclusive. Uh, Sony just had the limelight on it. Mm. And so they're like, hey, we're going to help out with this too. But I'm almost positive Shinmu's coming to the Xbox as well. Uh, it was, there was another game that, uh, that everyone thought. Uh, if I remember it, I'll come back to it. Alrighty. But when it comes to uh, exclusives from E3 that I saw that I liked, uh, everyone that I heard on Twitter, online, loved it. They considered it game of the year from that, even though everyone's like, oh, Shinmu's going to be the greatest thing ever. Uh, what was the one? It was uh, Robots But Hunting. I oh, um, I can't remember the name Horizons of it. Horizons. That almost made me switch my mind of buying an Xbox One, honestly. It's Just because see, it was new, it was yeah. it looked beautiful, and I loved the concept of it. It's glad to see um, Guerrilla Games kind of shifting away from Killzone. From generic shooting game to this beautiful masterpiece that everyone's in love with, even though we <laughs> hardly know anything about it. All right, so that was my thoughts. Uh, how about you, Julia? <laughs> um, well, I kind of always stuck with PC since my dad built one. So I was always Same. Up, yeah, I was always up to date. 
So I never had to like worry about oh, is it good enough for this game? <laughs> Even though the new game was like three pixels wide or something. But uh, I kind of just followed in my older brother's footsteps because he'd get like all these new games, and so like we played with the PS, which is weird because everybody who I know who likes to play a PC played PS back in the day, or still plays PS. Mm-hmm. Like it's always a mix. I never hear somebody who plays PC and then goes, yeah, like a little bit of Xbox and Halo. And then there's me, who's never really owned a PlayStation system. My dad was the owner of the PlayStation. He had a PlayStation 2, a PlayStation 3, and probably if I came back home right now, he would have a 4. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure why, but uh, yeah, he's always stuck with that. I've always, I started off with an N64, went up to a GameCube, had that for the longest time, because that, as a 10-year-old, the GameCube was the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Nowadays, like, how did I play with stuff like this? What, the Z button? Even on both controllers, the N64, like, what does the Z button do? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that uh, interesting transition from GameCube to uh, Xbox 360. I had an Xbox 360 until this summer, actually. Um, for the most part, though, I would actually use it to play a lot of multi-platform games like Bayonetta or Vanquish, the Devil May Cry HD collection. Um, only real exclusive I had for it was, I think, Halo. Halo. I think that's the main thing. Like, I would love to see better exclusives that are new IPs, because mm-hmm. eventually you just get series lag. Like, it's happening with Assassin's Creed right now. <laughs> I could care less about this new entry because yeah. it's been going on for so long. I like the series. Uh, unlike a, I don't. I started off with uh, Assassin's Creed Two. I skipped the first one entirely. You I mean, really didn't need to. Yeah, you really didn't need. You really didn't need <laughs> I mean, it to start. The second one was a entry all of its own. It made its own trilogy. Uh, I skipped Brotherhood, went to Revelations, uh, tried playing Assassin's Creed Three, could not finish it. I, <laughs> I was not a fan. Don't know why. I kind of like U.S. history. That was like so. It was like a natural fit for me. I think it was too open in my eyes. I just got bored. Yeah, uh, and then I played uh, Black Flag, which I really like that, even though people were mixed on it. I liked it because pirates are cool, and I could be on a ship and blow things up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, the only thing in the more recent Assassin's Creed games that I like to play was the online thing, where you had like 18 different characters you could play, and you would just fight other people in crowds. So that was my go-to. I tried playing that. I think I played the, like, the easiest section, just because it's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I just hide in a crowd, assassinate people, maybe? <laughs> Maybe. Like, like 15 minutes or like two rounds and you'll be like a pro at it. It's not that hard. See, around that time, I think a lot of people for traditional uh, story, like this, they only had a campaign mode. They were like, hey, let's throw in a multiplayer mode. And like Bioshock 2 was one of them. We'll see how that went. <laughs> <laughs> no one talks about Bioshock's multiplayer. <laughs> you think it ever come back for better? No. <laughs> no. I mean, Irrational Games closed, so probably not. Even though we may, like, Bioshock Collection, the remaster. Why not make it? <laughs> Are they, I wonder if they're keeping that aspect of the game, the multiplayer. That's a good question. Would anybody play it? It's like we have it. I, I played it, but I played like one match. <laughs> I love it. Like they tried to implement a story into it, but I don't think anybody got all the way through like all fifty-five levels to be like, "Ooh, this is the full story arc." Uh, what was the worst part of the? Uh, I've never played the deal or the. Uh, it mean, was so crazy. Like at one point, someone becomes you can get a big daddy suit, and once you're in that, you're like, "Oh, I'm extremely overpowered. I'm just gonna destroy everything." Yeah, you're you're pretty strong in it. I don't know. Like, 
It just wasn't interesting, I would say. I, I mean, don't know. when you could play Call of Duty, why yeah. would you play Bioshock? Well, I think it's also like it was kind of in that early advent where multiplayer games where you didn't have to unlock everything still existed. So it was like, why would I spend hundreds of hours trying to unlock everything when I could just hop over into Unreal Tournament 2004 and just play with everything? Hey, if you ever want to hop back in Unreal Tournament 2004, I am a master at that game <laughs> have you played the uh, have like, you played the beta for the new one no oh my, oh god, my god it's awesome really it plays it. almost exactly like the original unreal tournament really do they have the still like the actual tournament feel to it because i know one of the more recent ones had like no tournament really involved and maybe that it's only a beta right now so they only have the multiplayer but okay. it's still it's still a lot of fun oh, that's oh yeah only shooter i was a pro at was the halo series man <laughs> I could have went like MLG Pro right there. A lot of people said the same. They're talking smack. I was the best, the greatest. By far, you could you could attest to that. I could, but then I stopped playing for years, and now I'm not good. <laughs> Working on that Halo Master Chief Collection slowly. Whenever I can get in a game in that, I'm getting better. <laughs> but uh, ooh, there's two things I could touch on after this. Uh. Let's see. We should probably also come back to your favorite console since I think we kind of skimmed out on you. She said the PC. She's she's above the console. My first first PS game was like Qbert. (laughs) Qbert. The adorableness of Qbert. Qbert was so much fun. Uh, There was some game. I don't know if you know what it was called because I can't. It was either Tales or something or something with PH. But it was these two characters. You could either be a dude or a girl, and they were like anime esque. Okay. Fought these monsters. Very cutesy. The girl, I only remember her because she had pigtails that were circles, and her weapon of choice was a hula hoop that she would swing out and hit them. And I think the guy just had, like, really blunt and worse. But that mm. game I played the crap out of when I was a kid. You play the most obscure games. <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> were so obscure. Not obscure. So how did you, did you watch Pixels? No. I was like, you see your childhood ruined right before your eyes. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen, or I met somebody once. Who looked like the kind of person that would like in an Adam Sandler gaming movie? So me? No, he was oh. like, he was like, wow, Pixels is actually really good. I don't know why I got such bad rap, but I went, all right. The <laughs> one person who enjoyed Pixels, and you've witnessed him in the wild. I did. I don't know. I don't. Oh. Does anyone plan on seeing Pixels? No. All right, so I'm just gonna drop you. Uh, did you see it? No, I just I know I've listened to a lot of reviews. I know what happens. I'm not wasting my time watching that piece of crap. <laughs> So anyway, apparently Hubert is, uh, he is sent down, I guess, as a friendly alien. Um, and so when, I guess when they try to eliminate all the rest of the aliens towards the end, he makes the decision to sacrifice himself. Hubert does? Yes, Hubert does. <clears throat> but, turns out, Hubert didn't die. He turns out he became this, like, stereotypical sexy woman warrior who becomes the girlfriend of what the Josh Gad character or something. This isn't even his final form. They literally made a woman of a trophy in that movie. They, <laughs> they did, and they made it Cubert. Yeah, of they Q-Bert. sexualized Cubert. <laughs> it makes no... <laughs> yeah, it, that's one of the reasons why that movie is awful and why Adam Sandler just needs to stop. He had a good few movies back in the 90s, early 2000s, and 51st Dates. 51st dates. I kind of like uh, Happy Gilmore's pretty good. Uh, I like Little Nicky, even though most people don't. That's one of his bad ones, I guess. <laughs> not a bad. He's all right, but uh, he's not. He's at least he's not Rob Schneider. 
But, uh... Alright, so going from there, we were talking about... Uh, mostly talking about first-person shooters. <laughs> I'm going to touch on the fact that uh, the campaigns are slowly dying in that genre. Uh, we've seen recently uh, Titanfall. That, didn't, that When it shipped, it did not have a campaign. Had a few mixed emotions on that that people felt. Uh, I don't think the... I know the multiplayer lasted a little bit. That's, I don't think it's a... Everyone's sticking with it. No, I don't think so either, no. no. Uh, which is a shame. Like I think I had a really good idea, and then Call of Duty kind of came in and stole some of its mechanics. Yeah. Uh, another few series, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, recently announced there will be no single-player campaign. It'll also be strictly multiplayer. And uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3 recently announced that uh, the last-gen systems will not have a campaign. It'll also strictly be multiplayer. Which is pretty interesting itself too. I'm wondering how much space this campaign's gonna take up. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. I'm kind of okay with Call of Duty Black Ops 3's example, where they're trying to stray away from last gen because that's mm -hmm. holding back a lot of games' potential. Really, yes. since they have to spend so much time in development trying to like optimize it for both generations, that they have to cut out a lot of stuff. So I mean, as a that consume... I'm okay with, but the other games, it's like. It's adapting the free-to-play model, but it's not free-to-play. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's a good thing for consumers, I guess, who bought the uh, uh, consoles early. Mm. Like, never in a million years, I would imagine, I don't think I'm going to ever buy a con new console right off the bat because of things like this. Nothing, it's really just a bunch of remasters, uh, games that were made for last-gen coming over, essentially. Yeah. And, I mean, you get the same game, with the old console it won't look as nice or pretty but you still get the same essence for it i'm not a huge graphics fiend or like it needs to be 1080 or i won't be able to play it at least 60 frames per second you're not like waiting in line for the next console i'm not waiting it's no. like I, I just got my xbox one this summer okay. i don't know how long that's been out at least a year and a half <laughs> two years i think two and a half maybe it's it's been out for a decent while yeah, I think the only system that really just kind of jumped ship was uh, the Wii U. They kind of turned their back on the Wii and they're like, hey, anything new, get this. Mm. Everyone else is just kind of like, yeah, we'll slowly ease it in. <laughs> we'll take three years to do it, but hey, we're finally here. But uh, also, I don't know how I feel about just getting rid of campaigns. Like, this could be like a new trend. I kind of mm. like the story aspects of it. Yeah. Like, that's why I like Halo. It's got a decent story to it. If they cut that out, I'm like, why am I playing this? Well, FPS is kind of a broad term, so you can't really say every FPS, but I could see the whole, like... like General shooter war. type, yes, the war shooter. about war, it's like, okay, you've written every story there is about a guy being a war hero for whatever country you're, you're playing as the main character. So I can see why, like, Rainbow Six and stuff like that are kind of, like, Drifting. Yes. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes to other first-person shooters, like maybe Unreal, for example, Unreal Tournament, their beginning campaign was astonishing, and I played it for <laughs> way too long. So oh yeah. If there's a new story too, that would bring it back. I mean, I don't know. I I think with Rainbow Six, it's kind of a lost opportunity since it's not just war, but you now also have you know the whole entire cop SWAT genre that you could go into. That's also quite used a lot. Quite used a lot, yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't stop it from being cool. <laughs> I mean, in that argument, in a way, I'm, 
with the battle the battlefield series it's never really had a great campaign except i think uh bad company uh bad company 2 it was interesting uh interesting campaign that's the only battlefield game i've really played i think i got three and i never really did anything with it (laughs) please bring it back uh (laughs) in my xbox one (laughs) oh the shame (laughs) anyway uh but yeah, going back, uh, Hardline had a campaign, but I don't think nobody cared for it. It was, I don't think anybody cared for Hardline. Mm-mm. It really, I, I totally just didn't even realize it released. I, I just like, oh, it's in beta. Wait a second, it's out. Oh, oh, now it's the price is down to thirty dollars because it's been like a year. My whole theory on that was it came around the same time that uh, the Grand Theft Auto Five remake was coming out, so you could essentially play. Cops and robbers already online through Grand Theft Auto Online. You have the game already. It's in first-person shooter. Already. It's a f- FPS now in a way. If you want it to be, yeah. I don't know how I really like. How, I, Isn't, like really big on PC gaming? It's really big in PC gaming. And, and, uh, Grand Theft Auto wasn't in it's a. Uh, it, that's when it did come out in oh. PC. But they got a lot of backlash in PC, right? Uh, I don't think they so. Got a lot, they got a lot right now. I can tell you that. Uh. I think it's been out for so long. People are finally dying out on it. They're delivering more stuff, but it's like, why didn't you do this years ago? Yeah. Well, I know the biggest concern is, um, brought this up before, but the biggest concern is the uh, Steam server sale. Like, yes. This summer, and then them just being like, let's keep giving you guys more DLC, but let's not fix the hacker problem. <laughs> well, I mean, sign up for anything on BC, you're going to get a hacker problem. That's the Glorious console race, not having that issue. That's like the, only issue you the only issue. Our games are yeah, always the same price. Problem. There's still um, also another reason like, with the Xbox. My account stuff didn't get hacked. I mean, I played MMOs with better like security protection. Than Probably. Auto, then I. <laughs> which is really sad. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the problem on consoles with uh. Oh gosh, this is like a problem in Destiny where basically people will like switch their router on and off in order to like completely mess with everyone's latency. So they'll like, they'll stay alive even after getting shot a whole bunch of times but kill like the other person no problem just because of that delay between two consoles. There's a special place in hell for people like that. (laughs) Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing in the next few years if... uh, Games like that even have a campaign. I mean, Call of Duty always has an interesting... I mean, it's the same generic hero in war without a bunch of explosions. It's, it's watching a Michael Bay film. <laughs> but it's good. But now it's getting to the realm of, like, uh, science fiction. I'm kind of waiting until it goes, like, all Starship Troopers on us. It's like, hey, we're not fighting humans. We're against bugs now. I mean, you're fighting robots. You're going please, against robots. Please give me any series that could do that besides Call of Duty. <laughs> I just want a Starship Troopers game. I'd love to see like a park where you just basically reenact humans versus zombies in that game. Welcome to Ball State. We have that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole month of that. <laughs> laser, laser, laser tag. I mean, uh, during the uh, major cons, uh, there's always the... They have like this... You have like a real life zombie like, thing. Inflatable balloon set. Not even that... Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, I can't, it was a few years back during the International Comic Con. 
The Walking Dead had a zombie obstacle course where you were running through buildings, jumping over buildings. Uh, and then the thing was there were actual uh, per, uh, there were volunteers who played as zombies. And it was basically a glorified game of tag, but extreme tag. <laughs> Ooh, I like you, I think you even had to sign a few waivers because you're like, if something bad happens, please don't sue me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they, they travel, they used to travel around. I don't know if they keep doing it because they came to Louisville a few times. And that's how I knew like that was an actual thing. Oh, wait, what? Louisville? <laughs> Basically my home. T- uh, it's oh, the south. north. Yeah. Northern tip of Kentucky is. Northern, very northern tip. Very bottom of Indiana. I know there's that like little divot in Indiana. I'm kind of the other side. The toe of the shoe? The toe, not the toe of the shoe. We're more of the mid foot. The arch. The arch. (laughs) Welcome to the arch of Indiana. But anyway, uh, let's see another thing I want to touch on. Uh, Death of the FPS campaign. Well, I mean... Since we just talked about, I don't know, an international thing touring around the United States, now something new has come into the United States, and that's the possibility of a Mass Effect theme park. Ooh, another theme park in the U.S. <laughs> what we need. <laughs> well, not really a theme park, but a amusement ride in California's Entertainment America Amusement Park or something. It's, it's like a really specific name, but one I hadn't even heard of before. I'm kind of new to this, so... Delve um, into that a little bit. I don't know. I think it just recently announced today, but basically they're going to make a 3D with 4D element simulator ride for Mass Effect, which unfortunately I kind of have a problem with because I'm the kind of person that gets motion sickness. And There's I'm, a lot of people like that. Yeah. You don't go on it. It's a ride. Well, the but it's Mass is, Effect. Is that it's, like, it's a lot of rides are starting to do that. Um, have you been to Harry Potter World at... Okay, at Universal, they have, I think, a solid half of their rides are, like, those 3D simulators, but with 4D shaking you around and all that. Oh, I've been to one of those. Yeah. The Star Wars one in Disney World is also like that, and I I just personally cannot do those rides. There's a lot of things like that in Disney. I've been to Disney World a few times because I'm a Disney fan, which kind of goes with the whole Xbox thing. I don't have an original thought. I go with the biggest (laughs) thing possible. But uh, I've been to Disney World a few times. Uh... Everything, yeah, they have a ship called, uh, I think, Spaceship, uh, not Spaceship, uh, Mission Mars. It's mm-hmm. basically a flight simulator. And there is a thing, there is an extreme level, which I think is like Code Yellow, and then there's Code Green. Code Yellow is the one where you're actually moving and spinning around really fast, and you feel the gravitational forces on you. Mm-hmm. The green line, you're just kind of like, ooh, enjoy the little uh, light show going on in here. <laughs> well, the only thing with those motion ones, Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm not actually a huge fan of those, only because it's, it's more like watching a movie and then being like shaking. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Basically in a blender you're watching a movie. And I'm, I'm personally <laughs> not looking forward to the future of having to eat nothing but Dramamine for breakfast before going <laughs> yeah. on a ride. Oh god, I'm sorry. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, I don't remember where I was at, but it was like a Jurassic Park one where you were in a seat and you were like flown into the air. Like, I think that's universal. Yeah, I think... There's like three rides. I think I've been there one time in my entire life, and that was it. It mm-hmm. was like you got chased by a T Rex, yes. helicopter crashed, and then you got chased by a foot or something, and I cried, and I had to leave. <laughs> and I love dinosaurs, so that says a lot about uh, motion stuff. So that's also, I've always wanted to go to Universal because they have theme like movie themes like that. Mm-hmm. 
Never really got the chance to, but I know there's three. There's a water ride, there's an air ride where you're getting chased by like pterodactyl type stuff, and then there's the T Rex one, if I remember correctly. Maybe I'm messing with the other Maybe. How how young were you? Oh, five, like five. <laughs> that that may explain Possibly. it. <laughs> but also, like a thing with roller coaster rides or like rides in general at music parks, you have to wait a long time. Mm-hmm. That's gonna take out of the experience of being like, oh my god, I'm in a mass effect ship. You're gonna be like. Wow, look at all those people that came there before me. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. There's so many other people there. Let's take away from the, uh, I'm in here experience. I am no longer Shepard. I am just a tourist. I am myself. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear Shepard died, though? Whoa. Spoilers. Spoilers. At least I would imagine he died. I hope so. <laughs> Keep that story dead. My Shepard is female. I don't know what you're talking about. She died. She's died. Yeah. <laughs> she probably died. <laughs> I think there was like oh there were, you had there were three options one of them kept you alive the other one the other ones you sacrificed yourself I, for the I, greater good. I'm pretty sure all of them killed you, but like um, there was a way where you could keep yourself alive. Yeah, but that was like you had to get every single galactic bonus point and yeah, I did complete that. every single stupid fetch quest. Wait a second. Okay, do you guys both like Mass Effect? Sort I, of. I. I played them all. I just don't really like the third one. I was about one. to say, there's no way you like Mass Effect and you don't like Dragon Age. Because they're the same thing. Just different I, fantasy and sci-fi. I mean, I can't... I don't know. I just can't really get into Dragon Age in general. I don't know. There's Nothing just hooks me. I don't know. Another fun fact about me. I've never played a single Dragon Age game. Don't worry. You can borrow my game. I got For the Xbox it. One. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cram the disc in there somehow. Just cram it. It'll work. It'll work. Fine. Use the cloud. Actually, I have it on Origin, too. I don't even have a copy of it. Great. Let me hook it up to the internet. Yeah. Why aren't you working there? If I could give you a game and I got you, give you, like, my, like, Xbox USB <laughs> controller, would you play it? Maybe. Come on. It just looks better. <laughs> but you can still get to use the Xbox controller. Uh, That's true. Then I'd have to get used to the whole... That's why I bought an Xbox controller. So you could feel feel like you're playing an Xbox. I feel like I'm a console person, but when I'm not. I mean, it just works, you know, for that's like why, third-person shooters. Xbox is the best console because well, PC people wish they were on an Xbox. You can't <laughs> aim properly without a mouse, man. Yeah, aiming sucks. I, I'm not going to lie, the only thing I've ever played on the Xbox controller is Ghost Simulator. Well, I'll tell you a fun fact. You're saying uh, another fun fact. So I'm full <laughs> of these things. But uh, no, that's not the worst way. Using a trackpad on a Mac is the best Aiming. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Because I forgot my mouse one day. <laughs> Playing Gary's mod with a trackpad. <laughs> Team Fortress 2 with a trackpad. It's awful. Uh, before we go any further, I would like to touch on one thing that recently happened a little bit of controversy that uh, kind of blew up on the internet recently. Uh, if you all remember a few, I think it's been a few months back. Uh, ESPN aired its first uh, esports competition with the Heroes of the Dorm. And then at the time, Callan Coward, a pretty big uh, sports commentator personality for ESPN at the time, uh, went on a semi-rant saying he would no longer stay with ESPN if they forced him to make a, sign a contract to cover these esports Essentially equating esports players to a bunch of nerds that will never be real sports people. Uh, fast forward to present times, and lovely Colin has since left ESPN 
but still has oh, the same. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I, I tried to research into it. It was a mix of he left on his own terms, and another one apparently he said a few racist comments, and ESPN kindly pushed him Isn't it away. Yeah, and of all places, he went to Fox Sports, the perfect <laughs> place for him. But uh, in the traditional old man yells at the cloud formula, uh, lovely <laughs> Colin still is rambling on about these dreaded esports, which is, if he doesn't think they're a big deal, I wonder why he keeps talking about them so much. Uh, on his own podcast, I think he calls it The Herd, because it's a clever play on his name. Uh <laughs> Cowherd, the herd. Uh, he went on another rant saying how he disproved of TBS signing a contract to make their own gaming sports league and to uh, basically broadcast these competitions on their own television show, which he has nothing to do with. But he decides, hey, I want to comment on it. It's kind of, I don't know why, like... Esports as themselves, I understand why people are kind of like, oh, there's not sports. There's no physical activity to it. In a way, I could see why they're saying this, but the way they're talking about it, it's basically calling esports uh, guys who, <laughs> overweight guys who live with their parents uh, with no relationship and seemingly eat uh, hot pockets for the rest of their life, which is basically what he said. I may have. Added a little few things, but he basically said all that stuff. That's kind of like the argument where it's like, well, then why do you watch sports when you should be playing them outside? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that make you the lazy? I mean, the lazy person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a that is a big argument. Uh, <laughs> always, when new things come like this, people are always going to fight it, saying this is different. I do not approve. Uh, I do not want to be a part of this. Which. He's, oh, he doesn't have to be a part of it, but he insists on commenting it every chance he gets, which it, it sounds like he's threatened by this. Like, at some point, he may have to cover it. And, like, the, I guess he just kind of overcomes. Like, he just seems like a glorified, like, D-bag when it comes to all this. He just has that aura about him. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't, he just wants, he just wants to make a jerk out of himself. And it's kind of annoying when you get people like this who are just fighting these changes. I mean, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, is uh, he's not a bad person, but he kind of kept poking the bear on stuff like this when he went on his uh, his joke about uh, the YouTube uh, gaming app coming out. And It's actually out today. It's out now. It came mm -hmm. out of a while back, but he didn't understand why people watch Let's Players, which is a huge business on its own mm -hmm. i mean there's a reason why pewdiepie, pewdiepie is the largest has the largest subscription base on youtube there is a audience for this type of stuff yet this older generation has no clue why this is a big thing they just kind of mark it up to all these darn millennials <laughs> they don't know what real life is they're gonna watch this fantasy stuff which meanwhile I, let me check in on my fantasy football i know that's Word in it. <laughs> That's what they, uh, DraftKings recently uh, announced they were going to have a fantasy leagues for this kind of stuff. So it's like it's getting slowly incorporated into these sports sporting events, and people are just trying to fight it. Mm -hmm. I mean, mo mostly in the U.S. I mean, in, in uh, 
in Europe and Asia. I Europe don't and think Asia people care. Uh, Asia, it's a huge thing. That's yeah. <laughs> that's why when you have these international competitions, all these people come from South Korea and win everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, and when it comes to Western esports, it, I think uh, the U.S. has Call of Duty down. Yeah. But like when it comes to league and stuff. Yeah, because any other like online game is practical. I mean, like Dota Two or. Um... Or League of Legends, sure, they're already free, but other stuff like StarCraft or, I don't know, any other online game that's available in South Korea, that that's practically free. Like, yes. all you have to do is just pay, like, $7 to go in there and play for five hours, and you're set. And the thing is, uh, it's been news coming out of play, uh, Asian uh, countries years on years about how these people who are so invested in these games they'll actually die like they do not let up they just keep playing until to exhaustion and then they just do not recover uh which that's kind of intense (laughs) i hope most people most esports uh uh, competitors do not do that (laughs) but that just shows how how competitive it is as a a scene Mm -hmm. uh these payouts for these competitions are at the time they seem to me obscene because they're like wow for playing this game you could make over around a million dollars for some things i think on the average small competitions you win about a hundred thousand dollars what am i doing in college i know what are we doing in college i could be become a (laughs) become a gaming pro join these clans join phase clan like all the other 12 year olds (laughs) But uh, oh, you remember a face? <laughs> Making all them dank trick shot videos. Yeah, specifically for the dank in the title. Yes, dank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always love those. Uh, uh, they're the best. Like that's. I think that's where almost any meme comes from anymore. Are those uh video yeah. those shooter videos? Like, look at my trick shot spinning around five times and boom. Huh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I personally have never gotten into the whole esports or let's play. I've never, I watch a few, but it's mostly for the personalities themselves. I don't watch it strictly for like, ooh, this video game sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch them play it for me. That's not how that. That's another argument for people get for this. It, when people watch this, it's basically a new form of comedy for some people. Whereas okay, yeah. people implement like uh, Game Grumps and uh, like PewDiePie. I'm not a huge fan of PewDiePie, but I understand why people are. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a crazy, who knows what's going to happen, kind of like skit-based comedy. It's It appeals to younger people, and that's what you should actually be trying to focus on. This new generation, that's where the money is in. Okay. Well, I think a big thing when it comes to at least Let's Players that nobody ever talks about is sometimes it's stuff that is either one console or PC only mm-hmm. you don't have the money at that time or you don't have yes. like the resources to play or buy that game so you're like I'm gonna watch somebody else play it so I understand the storyline or it's for just example, plain obscure yeah like you example, can't get it anymore until dawn I don't have a PS or any PlayStation at school I have one at home somewhere but not somewhere here. yes <laughs> well it's my we share it in the family I can't take it who needs to play The Order or Until Dawn when I can watch somebody play it for me? I mean, I like, and then I get to see all the different endings. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, if you want to follow the story, but you don't want to spend the money. Yeah. The other thing is, people always complain about putting their money into stuff beforehand. Like, oh my god, why are you guys paying for a game before it comes out? You might not even like it. 
Well, but, hey, I don't even have to buy the game now. I can just look at it to see if I like it and then mm-hmm. pick it up. It's a new form of reviewing, which is also, it's a, like, uh, a, in a way. I mean, you can see what's happening. Like, if you're if you're watching someone play a game and then the character just flies off in the distance, that's not supposed to happen. And if it keeps happening, you're like, maybe I should wait. I mean, yeah, but when it comes to that, you're not exactly, like, controlling what's going on, nor do you, like, really know. I don't know. It's different when you're, like... When you're the one who's on the controls and yeah. you're like choosing what happens and why, then and then again, also in that the argument I just made, these people also edit out some of the bad things that happen. Yeah, you don't get to see the full picture unless you're watching Twitch. Mm-hmm. Then it's live; you see every little detail. Yeah, and another thing, I grew up actually watching my brother play games because a lot of the time he was like, "You can't play in this, girl," so he would make me watch him play <laughs> or watch him play them. So I'd watch a lot of games being played, and then when he was gone, like I would be like, "All right, it's your turn. Don't tell him I'm gonna be his controller." But, uh, <laughs> Stick so it I'm to the like man. Used to it, so it's something I've kind of grown up with. So I don't know if that's another thing. People watch other people for just because they're used to it. I used to watch my dad when I was younger. I mean, yeah. I same. Know. I had a bunch of cousins. Don't necessarily remember the names, but a lot of cousins. <laughs> Uh, those those estranged family members. The estranged family members I, I probably haven't talked to in like a decade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I remember watching my dad. So it's big. My sister, heck, she even watched me a few times playing. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Playing Kirby Air Ride. I'm just kind of spinning around in a star, swallowing things. <laughs> it's like, wow. can I play? No. <laughs> yeah, there I will always though be like some games I wouldn't never recommend watching just to play for yourself yes. for you to do it's also pretty long so it making a let's long. play would be unorthodox that's true and it's one of those games where you can choose how long it is like you can just do the main and do the side yeah but Speed like runs. people are like oh i'll just watch a let's play online i'll go no here's my copy please play it now that's play how it. i feel about um vampire the masquerade bloodlines it's i think it came out around 2000 i think i know what you're talking about it came out around the same time as Half-Life 2, and it was actually supposed to be the first game made on the Source engine until Valve told them to, hey, back off and wait for Half-Life 2 to come out, but... I can't believe I remember this game. Mm-hmm. This it's is a, the twins, right? Uh, yeah, it's an awesome role-playing game where you have where you play as a vampire, but you can also pick like out of eight different clans of vampire to play as, and they all play drastically different. And there are so many different dialogue options that are there. There's one clan called Malkavian. They're basically schizophrenic. And so a lot of their dialogue is them talking to like inanimate objects or speaking in riddles. The uh, the lead writer for the game was like, yeah, when I was writing the Malkavian dialogue, I was sleep deprived and hadn't like hadn't had coffee for like 8 hours. And I had just been up all night. Oh my god. I this is one of those memories I have mm-hmm. where I don't remember what the hell it was from or anything. And then you said it's, that and it just it's I had an a flashback. Awesome oh, I have game. tons of those. Yeah, I just had that. I can't. Oh, my God. I remember mm-hmm. this game. If, if, like, if anyone can possibly find an, an online download for it, I would heartily recommend playing it. It's It has amazing writing. It looks really good despite being from 2004 or seven. That's I can't for remember. any game that comes out like that long ago. It's... I revisited playing Mario Kart 64, and there's some levels I'm like, how? <laughs> Everything blends Magic. in. You're like, is there still is this a wall? Is, do I drive through this? What? <laughs> I'm hitting walls left and right. What do I do? 
Like, it's absurd in Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines when characters talk like their entire face moves. It's not like, uh, it's not like Elder Scrolls games or Inquisition <laughs> where just their chin moves, but their eyebrows stay exactly the same. See, <laughs> when you said, when you said that, I was, I'm imagining like these little polygon people and like their mouth of their head, like the hinges of their mouth would just open wide. So it's just kind of like an alligator clamping. That was 2003. Well, I'll give him a little better. Uh, that was uh, what I'm talking about. Kind of came from the late 90s. Uh, I can see 2000s. Bit, yeah. Remember, I was with the GameCube. Not necessarily the best graphics. Fair, but a lot of good exclusives. We had a GameCube that I think it set fire, and I don't remember how. Probably hmm. <laughs> It probably on its own devices. It's like I need yeah. to end my life. <laughs> <laughs> it just did a suicide. It's 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 done. I have no use for me now. It's crazy because it's like the most durable console to exist. You can drop that thing for like three stories. (laughs) You could use it as boxing gloves. I mean, you could try. I've actually seen. uh, Bring it back to the girl section. I actually seen purses made out of the GameCube. Huh. That's cool. I'd rock that. Yeah, they check a little thing with it. Wallet. I can see why it'd be kind of clunky, but yeah, <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta empty out the insides, all the good stuff, yeah, and just get the plastic casing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thinking about it again. Yeah. Uh, you, said, you said a lot of good exclusives on that. Hmm? Oh, exclusives. Yeah. Well, okay, um, okay. This is yeah, the Metroid before. Prime series. Well, it was like I'm speaking before that uh, Capcom released all their like Capcom Five series onto the PlayStation Two, <laughs> when it was like originally Resident Evil Four, Beautiful Got Joe, it. Akami, when all that stuff was still GameCube. But then Capcom was like, nope, we're just gonna throw that all onto PlayStation Psych. Two anyway. They didn't even make the fifth Capcom Five game. It was supposed to be like this flying game centered around a phoenix. Never came out. So to answer your exclusive question on my laptop. How many are there? So there are a lot. I promise oh. you that. I just don't know any <laughs> Thanks, laptop, for still proving me right. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were some. I saw Kirby Airland or something like that. It was a Kirby Kart Rider. There was nothing really special about it. Touring Kirby Flash? What? <laughs> was... Favorite? Was this list also like Eastern exclusives as well? <laughs> because I don't even know if that was a thing over in the states. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, God, that's like That'll be for next episode, you know, <laughs> if we ever touch on that again. Kuring <laughs> ring, all these fancy Japanese terms. They're gonna be shouting at us. Oh, it's kind of like oh, schmeckles. <laughs> Have you ever played Yo Mai Mai Schmeckles? <laughs> it's the it's Schmeckles in it is not a real game. I don't care who you are. Oh, that term is a real thing. Is it really? Yes, it's from Rick and Morty. When did oh. you play Schmeckles? Rick, it's uh, their fantasy here. It's like, oh, I'm slippery snail slipper. I'm like, I'll take you down the stairs for twenty five Schmeckles. Oh god, that episode. What? Yeah, I remember that. That was the Mr. Meeseeks episode, right? Uh, uh yes, yeah. one of the best yeah, episodes ever, Mr. <laughs> Meeseeks. Uh, I would cosplay as Mr. Meeseeks. It's a blue morph suit, but you need a, like a, a long, giant head. A giant head, and for the longest time, I thought Meeseeks always wore a fez. No, it's just his hair. Yeah, you get that little, mm-hmm. little... Oh, there are so many things you could cosplay as in Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. Like, I think Connor wants to. Uh, he wants to be uh, for Halloween. He wants to be uh, Rick. 
Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Someone's got to be Morty. <laughs> Definitely no. not me. I immediately was like, I'm not being Morty. Tonight. Nope. And he's like, okay. I'm, I'm already got my outfit planned. What do you mean? Uh, not to plug another group on campus or anything, but in the Rocky Horror Picture Show Shadowcast on October 31st, 2015 at midnight, <laughs> <coughs> I'm going to be... Um, Okay. I'm gonna be um, basically like a really uncomfortable second cousin who's a redneck. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Daryl Dickens. The name Daryl itself. Not not Daryl. 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 D U R Y L. And my outfit is gonna consist of like, if I can find it, a camouflage suit jacket, oh God. a Duck Dynasty beard, one of those like hunting hats, and also one of those Jack Links fake dip cans. It's gonna be heinous. Five years? Yeah, and like you know, they're in like the five dollars party store, party city, party city. Yeah, order online. Party. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to party store where you got all your party needs. But uh, yeah, fake beards are a thing. You buy it off Amazon. Oh my god! Yeah, you can be a dragon. You can be a Dragon Age wizard. Beards are too hard to model. Yeah. <laughs> also, hard. there's so many things hard to model, like rocks with moss on them. I, I don't know what Actual I Actual cornerstones, cornerstones on buildings. There are ants in Skyrim. I think I'm at one rock and nowhere else in the game. <laughs> uh, That's the rock that they used in like the gameplay trailers. They do. I was <laughs> ants, and I'm like, you are in the first five minutes, basically a tutorial section still. Yeah, you see ants, but later you're confused. Well, the world's coming into end thanks to dragons, but ants. <laughs> <laughs> These ants are the best thing ever. Game of the year right here. No, that's a... Uh, uh, bring it back to Battlefield Hardline, of all things. And there was one thing going around the internet. The best thing about Battlefield Hardline was this beautiful burger that somebody made up. And that like it, It's part of a game. People are like, man, this is the most beautiful, graphically <laughs> intense just hamburger in there and i'm like really yeah you have no i'm not joking it's an actual thing like i don't know if i can pull a picture up because our lovely listeners couldn't see it but they can look it up on their own time Uh, it's in this random section but uh i'm pretty sure if i look up battlefield hamburger (laughs) you'll probably find it like immediately i don't think there's anything in the other battlefield games that were also Oh, look at this I mean, probably on the PC, but oh, oh, doesn't it's called the Next Gen Burger. Is mm-hmm. it really? That's a burger, all right. Look at that thing; it's intense. Ooh, and it's got some bites in it's it. It's got some bites in it. It's like mm, I went to I got a Big Mac, put it in my game. Big Macs now are nope, fully three D sesame seeds. Whoppers are black now. Blasphemy. Even though we're still in September while we're recording this. It's always Halloween. It's gonna. It's not Halloween. It's Christmas. It's gonna be Halloween tomorrow. Ooh, or, it's gonna be, it's Halloween, gonna be tomorrow. Halloween tomorrow. Yes. Halloween month. No, we should have some sort of like fancy Halloween podcast Ooh, down the road. Fun. I don't know if we'll do it, listeners. We, we may. I don't know. Maybe if we get like, I don't know. Maybe if we double our listening base, we'll have a Halloween special. <laughs> let's let's shoot for those fifty, fifty views. Kickstarter mile marker. Let's have a Kickstarter. Yes. Halloween special. We need 50 bucks, please. A dollar for... A dollar for each viewer. You can do this. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, uh, as an... In- let's see. 
I don't know how we should end this. I'm like, Julia, we kind of we keep leaving you out, so you get to end this. I don't know. So if I start beatboxing, will you guys rap out in an in a, in a XO? Oh my gosh. What am I going to do? Uh, putting us on the spot here. Yeah. Uh, this may turn out really good or really bad. You're asking a bunch of people talking about video games over the internet to rap. A bunch yeah. of white people at that, <laughs> too. We don't have a rhythm in our bones. I have a rhythm. All right, uh, shoot. Okay. We will, we will, right? You got it? My name is Dalton. I'm on a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, spoiler alert, we can't rap. We're not good at it. Shocking. Shocking. Exit. Uh, uh, panicking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh... I guess uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with Connor. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> oh, it went dark there. <laughs> I know. I know. It's getting salty. This time. It's yeah. getting salty. Uh, maybe they're actually letting us out of this closet for once. Hopefully, we survived. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. Hope next week. Uh, stumbling on my words now. Uh, hopefully, next week we'll have Connor. Uh, in the meantime, keep spreading news about Waypoint. Uh, we are definitely uh, going to keep doing this. Uh, Higher-ups really enjoy. Ask questions? We may ask questions if we get enough viewers to ask questions. Yeah. Hey, Mom, ask me questions. <laughs> All our moms. Do Mrs. I make you proud? Mrs. Kearney. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, keep listening to our uh, episodes. If you're new, check out our previous one. Uh, and also... Be on the lookout for our new and improved checkpoint. We're upgrading to 3.0. We'll wrap on there too. Whoever, uh, yeah, uh, me and Julia are actually going to be on it uh, Friday. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. We do not know how that's going to turn out. That's uh, going to be a surprise for both of us. Uh, we kind of know what the new format's going to be, but who knows what that's going to turn out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, in the meantime, uh, we'll ch uh, check you out later. And <laughs> check you out later. <laughs> Creepy. Check you out later, guys. I'm from yes. KFC, because I'm gonna check you out. We'll, we'll probably, you know, hear from you later. We'll hear from you later. Uh, so yeah, in the meantime, uh, we'll check you later.